What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Adonis Luke right here, the Young Guns Trio. I do, I got a point. I got to let everybody know that you're here. And we are here to discuss, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's a, there's a bit of a controversy going around in NBA Twitter uh, over the last 24 hours about Brian Colangelo and some potential burner accounts that he might have had and might have talked trash about his coach and the players and what the team was going to do. And this is what happens when old people use Twitter. This is they what don't know how to old use people it use and get away with it. They don't, they don't know how to do it. I will give the NBA a lot of credit because there were a lot of people after what occurred in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals on Monday between the Rockets and the Warriors who were just resigned to the fact that we were getting the same final. And there were a lot of people who were like, you know what, I'm just not going to watch. Yeah, and, right. and I will admit that I was one of the people that was down about seeing this for a, a fourth straight time. And I've, I've sort of, this is the way I phrased it to a lot of different people. I'm a relative new NBA fan. I have no problem admitting that. So for me, seeing the same finals for four straight years is hurting my NBA experience. It may not be hurting everybody else's, but it's hurting mine as a new NBA fan. Okay, I can see that. Okay, so so just from my perspective, that is why I am upset about a Cavs-Warriors finals again. But There's always the same teams. Right, so for me... For a decade or more, it's been the same teams in the finals. So... And this goes back, look, LeBron's been in the finals for you know eight, nine straight years now, right? So on that end, you're seeing the same thing over and over again. It's just a different team, team different jersey. But just when we thought that we were going to be disappointed, the NBA gives us just some great stuff. And this is a story last night from The Ringer breaking down these five mystery burner accounts uh, that, uh, that could or could not be run by uh, Brian Colangelo. And this story... Took on a life of its own last night on Twitter. Joel Embiid was live tweeting about it. Uh, you saw just everybody else on NBA Twitter live tweeting about it. So where do you guys want to start with this? I think the, the thing we got to start with, five? Five. five. <laughs> why do you need five like, burner like, accounts? Why do you, first of all, he did admit to having one. Not the, not the most controversial one. He said he did have one burner account. That he uses to just monitor. He's never. He said he never, never tweeted tweets. from it. Never tweeted. He just uses it to keep up on the industry and current events. Which one you don't need a Twitter? How account about for. use your account to do that? Sure. Yeah, but but why would you feel the need to have four other burner accounts for for anything? You, you gotta know, know that you was gonna be caught slipping with what, how many other? Four other burner accounts. So what's what what's it, what is the what is the most intriguing? You can't keep up with four burner accounts. So TweetDeck's four. Jeez. Four. So it, to me, the bigger the biggest takeaway from this is he is denying that, that he's tweeted from these accounts. He called Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid kind of talked to I think he talked to Woj about this and saying, "Look, I believe him. Uh, I don't believe the story is true, and all, all that stuff." And Embiid tweeted as much that I don't believe the story is true. And there are a lot of people around the NBA that don't believe the story is true. But the point that I keep falling back on, and it's a point that is made very early on in the Ringer piece before they get into some of the specifics of what the tweets said. The reporter for the Ringer, uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, somebody look up the story while I'm telling this story, that they they, they reached out to the 76ers and said, hey, can you ask Brian about this, right? Can you ask him, are any of these accounts his? To And in the email... Ben Dietrich is who the reporter was. Thank you, Adonis, for pulling that up. In the in the email, the inquiry originally, Ben only named two of the five accounts. Okay, 
So the other three weren't known to the 76ers media representative that answered the email and to Brian Colangelo when the story was passed on. The other three were unknown. But after this gets passed on to Brian, the other three accounts go private. And to me, that is the, the, yeah. the, the dead giveaway of something's up here. And that is really where a lot of people go, this looks more, if we're putting on a scale of what it what it's more likely to be, it's more likely to be Colangelo than it is a hit job by somebody, because how would the person doing the hit job know which accounts were passed These on? These accounts could be trolling, too. They could be. There's This is a story that has so many layers to it, and the 76ers have said they're going to launch an investigation into this, so clearly they think it's serious enough to want to get to the bottom of this. I can just imagine what this investigation is going to be like. They're going to ask for Brian Colangelo's phone, computer. They're going to go through all this stuff. Oh, yeah. He's, he had to have been smart enough to use incognito mode, right? All of the <clears throat> accounts are linked to the same phone number. Mm, so I don't. No. So yes. Yeah, so this was another. This was a internet investigation last night. That. The only one. The only one that doesn't have the same phone number. When so what? What people did is they went on and tried to log into those accounts and said forgot my password. And when yeah. you go to Twitter, it gives you an option to send an email or to send a text message code to a number. Oh, and it says a number ending in, and it gives the last two numbers of the phone number. So the account that Colangelo has claimed as his own ends, I believe, with 7-5 or the last two digits of the phone number. I know one of them was 2-7. So maybe it was that one. The other four all have the same last two digits of the phone number. Maybe that's just a giant coincidence. It could just be a giant coincidence, but that does that does exist out there and a lot of people were talking about. Now, Adonis, you have a question yes. that you want to post to us that I have no idea what it's about, and I'm very concerned about what You're this concerned. question. Yeah, Why I'm very concerned. concerned because you have you, I'm you concerned. you've tried to keep it a secret, so I'm I'm nervous. Who's having a worse week? Brian Colangelo or Drake? Drake. It's uh, clearly it's clearly Drake. It's a hundred Drake. It's clearly Drake's Drake. Drake's career twice. is over. I mean, Jake's, uh, Jake's done. Jake's a whoa, 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 Drake should retire. Let's, let's backtrack here. Relax, retire. Chris. He should retire. Calm down. That's it. Drake's career Hot is not take. over. That's over. His album is coming soon. Yeah, well, good luck. I don't. Good luck, he says to good Drake, luck. dropping an album. Good luck. I actually think that's going to help Drake's album. <laughs> oh, it's going to make his album better because you know he's dropping some some disses even, in that album. Even if he's it, dropping some disses in the next few hours, here, I think. Here's what I want. This is obviously going completely off the rails. Sure. Um, this is my fault. This was intended. Yes. I, I want Drake's album to be completely changed. And I just want it to be him saying, you know what? I'm done. And he every single track is a diss track. It's somebody else oh, in the music just, industry. I love Dissing that. everybody. I want, I want, want a 12, diss album? I want 12 diss that's tracks. That's never been done before. Well, so. Yeah, and I want each Who one a different person. Oh, I can name some people. Drake's pretty good, too. I, I want him, to do and it. And I want him to go after people he has Right now, shot. Drake is the best to do. I want Rihanna. I want the situation. I want... Eminem, you want a Rihanna diss track? Oh, yeah. I want him to go after everybody. Give me a LeBron diss track. Every, yes, uh, give me everybody. Give me a diss track about want, Kyle Lowry. I want Drake the... versus the rap community. Yeah, I mean, and I want to see Drake get absolutely destroyed. So we want a Drake album called Drake versus Everybody. Yes. Or Aubrey versus Everybody. Yes. I like Aubrey. Aubrey versus Everybody? Aubrey ver- yeah. So try to say that three Aubrey times. Aubrey versus everybody, Aubrey versus everybody, Aubrey versus everybody. It's pretty simple. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. That's good. 
I'm gonna, not. You, you're, you're good talk. I'm going to get us back on track here. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the news that happened a little bit earlier before we got in here to the podcast studio, get away from burner accounts. No Andre Iguodala, which, by the way, that's a good segue after earlier I said I wasn't oh, going to be able to get oh, us there. Oh, I thought you could I got us it. there. Yeah. Andre Iguodala out for game one of the NBA Finals. So now the Warriors, instead of winning by 100, are going to win by 75. Um... I, I would say this means absolutely nothing. I'd say closer to the to the eighty point mark. Yeah, this this I, means nothing. Here, here's the thing. I get it. We want to have hope. We we want to think that maybe that this year will be different than year one or year three. But this, we want to think this will be twenty sixteen times two. That this is like the San Francisco Giants, and that they can just win if it's an even number year. Sure. I just I don't see this happening because this is a worse team. And yeah, the Warriors are going to be without Iguodala. Maybe you don't remember who all is going to be out for the Cavs compared to the last time they won a championship. Look, I, I think when you when you look at this, the Cavaliers have been without Kyrie Irving for years. So. It's true. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I think when you look at this, it boils down to if LeBron James is going to win these NBA finals. And I joked before we were sitting in here getting ready. I'm like. You just, you just know. Everybody is counting him out. You know that he's just going to mess around and win. Like, that's just, that, that's a, that is something that he would do. I'm not saying it's likely, but after all of this talk, where you have. <clears throat> Dan- would you guys be surprised if it happened? Yes. Would you be I, shocked? I would be shocked. Uh oh. I would be Uh oh, part two. I think shocked's a little too far. Look, I, and the reason I why. And the reason. Would be shocked if the Cavs yes. beat the Warriors. In how many games? It's going to take seven. If they're going to be the Warriors, it's going to take seven. Of course. I'll give them 15. Okay, well, that's not how the NBA playoffs work. It's hard for me to say I would be shocked at something LeBron James would do. Well, it would have to take more than LeBron James. We would need more Jeff Green games. Like we got in game seven. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you need to rely on. I heard more, on the radio today. Jeff Green games. I heard on the radio today that... The Cavs might need to start Jeff Green over uh, Kevin Love to get him. I think that's a terrible idea. I think that is an awful idea. For better matchups. <laughs> now, what we need to see is will Kevin Love be back for game one? I think he Because if... No, no, no. I, I, Luke, you're looking at me like it doesn't matter. I'm with you. I'm with you. But if the, if the Cavs are going to have a shot, they have to have everybody healthy. They have sure. to. So Kevin Love has to play game they one. They need if a clone of LeBron James. That's, That's not. No, good. they need twelve clones of LeBron James. <laughs> do, do, does a team of twelve LeBron James clones go undefeated? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait, in NBA season? Yes. No. Not nah, go undefeated. Okay. They have at least they, they purposely take a night off or something. Do they do they go sixteen zero in the playoffs though? Yes. They just run over people in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, it depends. Are they in the East or in the West? East. doesn't matter. Put them in the East. In the East, they were 16-0. You, you, well, 16-0 you, would mean they would win the championship. You, You're 12-0 when you get to the championship. You give they me, go 12-0. Thank you. Okay. You give me and the, in the finals, 12 they sweep whoever team was on the West. Wow, okay. How about that? That's fine. That's better. So, again, 16-0. You want to be a smart. I was just, I was just trying to just point out, you know, yeah, I was just trying to point out the flaw in your argument. Trying to help you out. I want to end with this. Before, uh, before we did this anchor, I read out a list to Adonis of the forty-five greatest storylines in the NBA just this season. Don't read all. I am not going to read all forty-five, 
but all 45 were listed, and Cavs Warriors 4 wasn't on there. Yeah, because it's a terrible storyline. <laughs> is anyone surprised about that? Well, no, was, was number mean, one J.R. Smith throwing soup? No, J.R. Uh, Smith throwing soup clocked in at number six. That's too low. Number one, Brian, Brian Colangelo's uh, burner accounts. I actually think the soup thing is better. Uh, no, the soup thing would I think be, that is better. Also. Well, the soup thing's not better than the Rockets... Uh, Clippers Tunnel War. No, I think it is. I would be willing to at least... 1A, 1B. Yeah. But this Colangelo stuff, if true, is clearly number one. It's true. Even if it is true. Yeah, because I'm not surprised by it. Like, are we really surprised that... That a general manager has multiple murder accounts and is tweeting bad things about his players? Yes, that's pretty surprising. I'm not surprised by that at all. That is very surprising. It's not even his player. That's the same Hinky player. Uh, Markel Fultz is a... Is a Brian Colangelo player. We don't know how much say Brian Colangelo had. In the draft pick, he runs the team, Luke. He runs no. the team. He made He's the trade. The he made other, the trade. There were other. Yeah, okay. Chances. So, no, he clearly, clearly, uh, th- I, that is shocking. Shoot. So, are you guys really not, like, in any way excited for this? Oh, no, no. Literally 0%. No, no. Yeah, no, 0%. Yeah. I'm going to watch. What if Cleveland wins game one? They sure. won't. Sure, okay. That's I'm great. saying, what if Cleveland okay, wins game if, one? So here, Cleveland Are, wins. Is that going to change no, your mind Cle- at all? If Cleveland wins game one, here's what I'm going to say. They still have to beat them three more times. No one's ever done it. Except if the Cleveland Cavs beats the Warriors by 30 tomorrow. Okay, here's if the, the Cavs thing, beat you, the Warriors by 30 in Golden State, okay, now we have to talk. Sure, okay. but again... That's not going to happen, but we just, have to talk. You, what if Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson all tear their ACLs sure. tomorrow? Like... You can't if you just want to come up with unbelievable right. scenarios. You have to go there. I'm just if you want to come up with unbelievable scenarios to make me want to be excited for this, then sure, what I'll Luke, be excited. What Luke it. and I are saying is not that at, at any point in this series could we be excited. We could. There could be a scenario where we get excited if the Cavs are you know one win away from the championship. That would be exciting because we wouldn't expect it. But right now, before game one, no, I am not excited about this series. Could that change? Absolutely. And Both of those teams could do things that could make me get excited. But right now, as I sit here the day Watching before... Watching LeBron James alone doesn't get you any kind of Unfortunately, I'll, I'll admit to this, because it's something we talk about on NBA Twitter a lot. I've gotten to the point where I do kind of just take LeBron for granted. I've already seen him do his amazing plays. I saw it last series. I don't. That alone is not enough for me to get excited to watch him and this team probably losing five. I won't go that far, but what I will say is the narratives for this series are already set. If LeBron loses, it's going to be a, well, he didn't stand a chance. Look at the roster he had. He couldn't do it all himself. He got them to this point by himself. And if he wins, oh, it's the greatest thing in the history of the NBA that LeBron James took this team and beat that Warriors team, right? I tell you're a fan of narratives. The narratives are set. They're set in stone. Nothing. I don't foresee a scenario where another narrative develops itself. Right, the only so possible I, I, narrative. LeBron is LeBron yeah. is going to be great, and LeBron is going to continue to show why he's the best player in the world, and perhaps the greatest basketball player of all time. That he's going to continue to do that, but there are going to be people who look at this finals and say, "Well, he didn't have a chance," or people are going to say, "Oh, another LeBron James lost in the finals. He's not the goat." So if I already know going in what the narratives are going to be, it's hard for me to be like, okay, let me get excited for it. Is watching LeBron go up against the Warriors going to be fun? Sure, because you know he's giving it his best. And you know That's he's... my point. Like, I want to see the best player and the team around him 
against the best team. The problem how is, they play. I like I like how the Warriors play. But you know, it, I know people don't like the Warriors because no, they, they have play their reasons. Is, but how they play is fine. I really like watching but, them play. But when the team and I like watching LeBron James. But when the team around LeBron is just so bad. So incredibly bad on the, especially the worst on the road. Team he's ever taken to a finals. Like I just, I can't. Like yeah, it's cool that it's the best player against the best team, but everyone always talks about how this is a team game. So to me, it just kind of, I'm not that excited. I'm not excited for it at all. And I think I might be the only person in the world that thinks Cleveland has more talent than they actually do. I guess I don't. I just, that roster. I just think that that roster is that not roster great. is. Oh, they're good. We all can agree that that roster was not the best roster in the East. It wasn't. No. I think Philly's be. roster is better. Honestly. I would say. I think, I think Boston's roster was better. Yeah. Right? So, they're there. They're in the finals. Cleveland is there. And they have a group that can get it done. But they didn't. They haven't played the Golden State Warriors. Yes. That's the problem for me. So it'll be interesting to see if we learn about Kevin Love here over the next 24 hours, if we learn anything from him today. There's going to be media availability later on today, correct? Uh, in nine minutes. In nine minutes, there's going to be media availability. So if you're listening to this in the present, then nine minutes from now, there's going to be a media availability. Maybe we'll learn a thing or two about Kevin Love's status for Game 1. Andre Iguodala out for Game 1. And, of course, all eyes right now are on the, to the burner accounts of Brian Colangelo and what's going to happen with the Philadelphia 76ers. You got anything else, guys? Oh, enjoy the game. Enjoy the game, Madonna says, Tomorrow. with with some with some excitement in his voice about how great this game is. I will. I know you you are very excited. All right, guys, that's gonna do it. We'll talk to you guys later.